May the words of my lips and the meditations of all our hearts be always acceptable in your sight. O Lord, our strength. Hello, and, our and welcome to the Christ Church Cathedral Podcast. This is the sermon Today's from our past day. Sunday, recorded live from the cathedral. Probably the quietest day. We hope these words will really here. speak to your heart and mind. For those who are sat at the bedside of one who is dying, it's a similar quiet to what you may have experienced. It's an unearthly quiet. We might hear the, talk, the clock ticking loudly. We become more aware of traffic sounds outside, sirens wailing occasionally. People's footsteps come and go. Time hangs heavy. We can almost feel suspended, caught somewhere between there and here. Sure, this morning we say some prayers. Sure, we sing some hymns. I guess it helps to say or sing something. Yet it's probably silence that speaks most loudly today. Silence and listening again to the story. The story, there are four accounts of Jesus' death. They, they agree on the basics. Jesus died on a cross, a Roman instrument of torture at a place called Golgotha, just outside Jerusalem. He hung between two criminals with a sign placed above his head, King of the Jews, it read. The charge? Well, the charge was treason against the Roman Empire. People were so sure that his life was over that they gambled for his clothes right before his eyes. They gave him some sour wine just before he died. And he expired around three o'clock in the afternoon on the day before the Sabbath. Those are the basics of the story. Each gospel writer fills out the story in his own way. Matthew and Mark's versions are just about identical. Jesus is broken. He needs help carrying the beam. His only words from the cross were those he cried out in his utter abandonment, my God, my God, why have you forsaken me? In Luke's gospel, Jesus has a little more to say. Luke's portrayal of Jesus is of one who forgives his executioners. Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. He also has a conversation with two men dying with him, which neither Mark nor Matthew mentions. When Jesus dies in Luke's gospel, he does not question his father's absence. Rather, he uses his last breath to place himself in his father's hand. Father, into your hands I commend my spirit. Luke's Jesus is as gentle 
and as forgiving in dying as he was in living and ministering to others. This morning's gospel is from John. John's account of Jesus is of one who is courageous and remains in charge. There's no mention of Simon of Cyrene carrying the cross for him. Jesus can handle it for himself. John has no record of anyone mocking Jesus, as do the other gospel writers. Even as he hangs on the cross, John's Jesus arranges care for his mother. Women, here is your son. And to the disciple, here is your mother. He declares that he's thirsty in order to fulfill the scriptures. And when he dies, there's no question about where God is. God is right there on the cross saying, it is finished. Each of these accounts in Matthew, Mark, Luke and John are reporting the same event. Yet it's not possible to make them agree. At the same time, the early church decided that each of these stories was told so faithfully that not one of them could be left out. They all would be included as reports of Christ's passion and death. That simple fact is probably saying something to us this morning about this event that we are gathered to remember and celebrate. That there's more than one way to slice it. And all of the slices bear truthful witness to what happened. In Luke's account, we read of a darkness. A darkness that came over the whole land at noon and lasted until three in the afternoon. Quite simply, the sun's light had failed. Our darkness still evokes fear for many of us. In darkness, we lose our bearings. We can flail around. We may not even know what's right before us. And darkness can come to us in so many different forms, can't it? Perhaps we're experiencing darkness in this pandemic as we chafe under ongoing restrictions, separation from those whom we love, crippling anxiety. Darkness can come to us in the horror of war in Ukraine as people just like you and me commit unthinkable atrocities against each other. Darkness can come in the climate emergency as a window within which we can still avert runaway change closes and we still sit on our hands. We experience the darkness that Luke describes in different ways. And on this day, we also recall that there's a darkness that lies deep in our own hearts. A darkness that pits us against God and against others and against our best selves. 
to darkness in which we're powerless to help ourselves. And so what we do this morning is confess those ways in which we are complicit in all that diminishes and destroys life in ourselves and in others and in the world around us. We all, like sheep, have gone astray, as Paul writes to the Romans. So this morning, we confess those ways and we leave them at the foot of the cross asking God for the grace to turn once again from all that deals death to that which gives life. We ask God this morning for renewed hearts and obedient wills which God has won for us at unfathomable cost to himself. And as we do this, it's vital. It's vital that we return to those words we heard Jesus utter from the cross in John's gospel, which was chanted this morning. It is finished. Now the Greek verb is telestai. And frankly, it is finished is a bit tepid. As one commentator reminds us, the word bears more the import of all is concluded. It has been paid in full. Or perhaps most accurately, it has been accomplished. What Jesus proclaims this morning from that Roman instrument of torture with all the strength and the defiance he can muster is mission accomplished. Job done. What God has sent me to do, I have completed. Bach does a wonderful job of capturing the sense of victory that we celebrate this morning over the forces of darkness in Azaria as is Volbracht from John's Passion. It's a dramatic climax. And Bach has the soloist begin in the somber tone we would expect for Good Friday. The tone then rises and rises and rises in the aria until we hear these words of Jesus from the cross as a cry of victory. As is Volbracht, it has been accomplished. So, amidst the darkness of our lives, both without us and within us, today we celebrate that Jesus' death has overcome our alienation from God and from others and from ourselves. His death confronts and tears down anything and everything that would rob us of life. The cross, or perhaps more correctly, the perfect self-offering of the one hanging on the cross is God's great act of healing and restoration 
in the midst of all that's broken and gone wrong with creation. And that's what Jesus means when he cries out, Es ist vollbracht. It has been accomplished. God is love. Unfathomable, immeasurable, limitless love. It's not a mushy kind of love. It's the love that pays a price, any price, for the sake of the beloved. And we, you and I, are God's beloved. And today, God demonstrates for us that he's willing to go to any length, any length, to secure our reconciliation, indeed our union with him, and through that, with each other, with ourselves, and with all of creation. Today's a day when we are quiet. We're quiet as we listen to the story. We're silent before the profound mystery of what happened on that lonely hill outside Jerusalem 2,000 years ago. That day when darkness came over the earth and the curtain in the temple was torn from top to bottom as a young man expired on a Roman gibbet, an instrument of torture. So in our silence today, May we leave at the foot of that same cross all that divides us from God, from others, and from ourselves. And in doing that, may we be refreshed. Refreshed again with that deep and irrepressible joy that comes from knowing that we are loved that we are restored, that we are healed, that we are set free. Thanks be to God. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Thanks for listening. This podcast is a production of Christ Church Cathedral. Audio editing and original theme by Eduardo Farias. We hope you join us again soon. Have a blessed day.